Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Sitting here looking at a magazine. I know I'm supposed to start talking right now. Okay, so I am. I'm looking at a magazine cover of Julia Louis-Dreyfus on People. And I'm thinking a couple things. One, she doesn't really age. Neither does Paul Rudd. Although he's famous for not aging. I guess she kind of is too. And second, what happened to the cast of Seinfeld? It's like they divided politically. Am I wrong? Not that anybody became a conservative, but uh, George Costanza, what's his name? Jason Alexander and Julia Louis-Dreyfus definitely left. Jerry Seinfeld... He probably doesn't want to be called a conservative and isn't one, but he's definitely an independent thinker and says things publicly that you go, hey, he's got a good point. I like Jerry Seinfeld. I like when when he says stuff, I like to hear what it is because you never really know what it's going to be. Um, Michael Richards, I have no idea what happened to him other than he apparently made a racist joke at a comedian at a comedy club at some point and got canceled, but I don't really know even what the joke was or whether it was, it really was a bad joke or in bad taste or whether it was mild and cancel culture got a hold of him. I really have no idea, but man, he's just been gone. He probably just doesn't want any attention. Anyway, that's not the purpose of this segment. It's easy to do, isn't it? Get off topic. The purpose of this segment is to talk about something completely different, and I have a ton of audio to play, and I can't wait to bring it to you because I've had this kind of sitting on it the whole show. Old Roy looks like he's bailed on us. (laughs) Happy birthday, by the way, big dude. Uh, Love you. Wish you could have been here. Um, These are hoaxes from the last few years. Really, all hoaxes surrounding Donald Trump or conservative world since Trump's been in office, and there's so many of them. I actually have kept a running list because, like you, you hear one and you go, oh, let's add that to the list. I actually have been keeping a list. Aren't you proud of me? So if you ever want it, let me know, and I'll I'll try to get the whole thing to you because it's pretty extensive. Number one, Russian collusion. That one just keeps being disproved. Isn't that amazing? Because it, that's that's the point of the hoax, right? Is that once it becomes a part of the narrative, people just keep believing it regardless of what comes out against it because they, they've got their preconceived notions. These are all these kinds of things. Trump called neo-Nazis fine people. That's called the fine people hoax. Look that up. Jesse Smollett. 
Need I say more? Bubba Wallace and the garage pull being a noose. The Covington kids. CNN smeared them. They lost a lawsuit over it. Governor Whitmer kidnapping plot. Remember that? Yeah, that was uh, entrapment. Basically, the FBI set them up to do that and then arrested them for it. There's been some little things that percolated after that was revealed, but it's still revealed. Uh, Kavanaugh raping someone. Never proven, but people still say it. The Trump P-tape, which is tied into Russian collusion. Here's the one that I really wanted to hit. COVID was a lab leak. COVID was not started by natural circumstances. It was started in a lab in Wuhan. And there are a lot of ties to our government, especially the NIH, and you can walk back the funding. And that's where I want to pause for a second because I've got audio I want to play for you. I really, I really don't want to believe conspiracies. I approach them with skepticism. But when they pass the smell test and the fact test and you keep going, I can't disprove this, then you start to go, hey, there's something here. That's one of those. And COVID in general, because there's so many things with COVID. The COVID era, I have a feeling we look back on this, we're still a little bit too close to it. But I do get the sense that it, the, the corners being turned where even average people who are all in on COVID hysteria are now realizing, oh my gosh, I think I was in a fog. What just happened? And you kind of see how mass hysteria happens because people are sheep. I mean, ultimately, the herd's going to go. And if you just go with them, uh, you, you may not like where it, it goes. All right. Here's the audio from Dr. Fauci. Now, let me set this up. This is from one week, I think roughly, before Trump took office in 2016. This is Dr. Fauci speaking before he was really a household name. Given, as you heard from the introduction, that I have been around for a while and have had the opportunity and, and the privilege and the pleasure of serving in five administrations, um, I thought I would bring that perspective to the topic today is the issue of pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today based on my experience, and you'll see that in a moment, is that there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Whoa, wait a second now. Now you can see it here. There's like violin music behind it. It's one of those now this videos. It just It's just a four minute long clip of him speaking right before Donald Trump took office. Did you hear what he said right at the end? Let me play that real quick again. Burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Now, is he just using those words because he's saying, well, we're, we're just due? There's going to be a surprise outbreak because we're due? I don't know. It's a weird thing to say right before Donald Trump takes office. And there's more to that, too, by the way. And I'll get to it, too. But Dr. Fauci, in that four minutes right before, and he's the head of the NIH, okay? Head of a lot of money. In fact, they say that was really his power, is that he had complete control over where massive amounts of money were spent and that he spent a lot of money in China, in Wuhan, in these labs. That doesn't prove that clip does not prove that it was predetermined that they were going to release this thing at the end of Trump's term. But 
dear Lord, if it doesn't sound like it, this is the stuff conspiracies are made of because you can't really prove that he was saying for sure there will be a surprise outbreak. That's literally what he says. But you, 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 you also, the way he's phrasing it in the rest of the clip, and I'll play some of the rest of it here just for context, is that he's talking about that we're kind of due for one of these things. But, but why would you set that up? I mean, I guess it's your job. A lot of money's tied to it. Here's the rest. And you got to get the leaders and the policymakers involved. What is for sure that no matter what, history has told us definitively that it will happen because infectious diseases, as I said eight years ago in this article with David Morins and Greg Fokers, that it is a perpetual challenge. It is not going to go away. So the thing we're extraordinarily confident about is that we are going to see this in the next few years. Thank you. That's how he ends the speech. I mean, I'm not making it. That's where that's right there. I'm not spinning this. That's what it is. <laughs> Look, again, I approach these things skeptically, but throughout that four minutes, I played basically the beginning and the end of it. In the middle, he just talks about articles and stuff and whatever. But he he's priming the pump for, hey, look, we're going to have a global outbreak within the next few years, in his words. If that's not conspiracy stuff, I don't know what is. Come on. Come on. Here's some other ones that have been disproved as I continue on my list here. That border agents whipped migrants. Not true. Trump saved nuclear secrets at Mar-a-Lago. Look, these were all media narratives, by the way. It's, it's like funny now, but these were, these were driving the news cycle. This is stuff that tarnishes people's reputation, in particular, mostly Trump. The Steele dossier, it's all tied to Russian collusion. Russian bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. Trump saying drinking bleach would fight COVID. He never said that. He said crazy things from the podium, but he really didn't say that. If you want to listen to it, go ahead. Uh, there's a Muslim travel ban. No, there wasn't. Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It's one of my favorites. 51 CIA agents or law enforcement agents at high levels came out and said that, published that. They said Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. They were all lying. They knew it. They were just lying. Andrew Cuomo is the best at COVID leadership. Now, <clears throat> what's funny is I wrote that and I thought there's not really a, a conspiracy there or anything. That was just kind of something that people said. And it wasn't true. There's really no truth to it at all. But, but then what's funny is that within the last week or so, an unlikely source was saying that. <laughs> it was Donald Trump. He's attacking Ron DeSantis and saying, look, New York's numbers were better than Florida's. Well, per capita, they're not. And that's all really all that matters. Um, he was saying that tr Florida's numbers are third worst in the nation behind New York and California, by the way. So that didn't even make sense. But then per capita, um, their COVID deaths, if you want to use their numbers, CDC numbers, were Florida was at about 18th in the nation, so like pretty much in the middle of the pack, especially for a very populated and older populated uh, state. <clears throat> All right, continuing here. Trump built cages for migrant kids. That was false, but they used it a lot, and now they don't care about it. Um, Trump overfed koi fish in Japan. <laughs> Build Back Better will pay for itself. I'll add to that. The wall will pay for itself. It didn't, but that's a Trump thing. 
Trump tax cuts benefited only the rich. We actually have data on this that if you didn't hear me talking about on the Annie Fry show this week, uh, we actually it was last week. Ted Cruz came out and showed the data on CNBC that our our government income has actually increased since 2017 since these tax cuts were passed. And that's what Trump and Republicans said would happen. And it did. It really did. If you want to look this up, you can. It's hard to find. But if you want to find that clip with Ted Cruz on CNBC, that's probably the easiest way to find it. It really has gone up. The problem is since then, our spending has gone up so much more that our national debt has also gone up. But the Trump tax cuts, as far as bringing in tax revenue, did work. And one of the primary reasons for that is because it made us even with other nations as far as our corporate tax. And it onshored a lot of businesses that were previously offshored. And that was kind of the point of the whole thing. Cloth masks prevent COVID. If you get vaccinated, you won't catch COVID. Gosh, I could just go on and on. We're out of time in this segment, though, so I'm going to have to run. But stick around. Trisha's coming in next. We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.